Welcome to Freelance Deals, a podcast for anyone who is self-employed, freelance or thinking about it. Every episode I speak to a different person from the self-employed community or a freelancer talking about their story, their experiences and getting all of their advice for you so that you can have a happier freelance time too. Freelance life is often seen as a holy grail and it's not always easy and I hope that these conversations bring comfort, support and advice to people that really need it. If you enjoy the podcast, please do rate and review it. And if you'd like to join me and talk more about Freelance Feels, come over and have a chat on Instagram at freelance underscore feels. And now, on with the episode. Welcome to Freelance Feels, a podcast for anyone who is self-employed or thinking about it. This episode, I'm talking to Sophie Cross and Ange Lyons from Freelancer Magazine. Welcome, ladies. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Well, thank you for having us. Yeah, oh, I'm so excited. This is, I think, my third double interviewee episode. <laughs> and they're always fun because you get the dynamic of two people talking about their freelance, but then the freelance that they do together and you get the real dynamic. So I'm very, I'm very chuffed that you've both agreed to chat to us. Um, cool. Sophie, this would is you our like first to... one together. Is it? Yeah. Oh. This is actually my first ever podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, welcome. Once you've done one, I suspect you're going to be keen to do more because, well, hopefully. I like to think it's nice and important here at Freelance Fields. <laughs> we'll have to, I'll have to ask you later if you're thinking of creating a podcast for your own, your own brand. Perhaps that's a question for later. But, um, mm. t- tell me, Andrew, would you like to start? Tell me who you are and what you do. And then Sophie, Sophie tell me who you are and what you do. And then yeah, sure. whoever would like to, tell me what you do together. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I said I'm Ange. Um, as most people call me Ange over the last few years, um, I'm a freelance graphic designer. I've been designing for about 20 years. And about 10 years ago, I decided to go freelance. Um, that was after working for various company. And I just thought, I've had enough of this. Mm-hmm. And I had a child. I had a second, my second child by then. And I just thought, I need a bit more flexibility. And it was um, it was all good. Um, cool. But yeah, I've been doing that for the last 10 years. Um, mainly, um, well, specialising in print-based design, but I did a digital. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just been doing that for the last 10 years. It doesn't sound like much but it's been busy <laughs> cool you've, you've had good uh, good clients and everything then you've been happy yeah it's yeah. been really good actually i've just um i've had some fun clients like so um yeah. and doing the startups <laughs> um i love working on startups and i'm um, just creating new brands for people and um somehow i've just managed to do a lot of work for magazines actually magazines yeah. um loads of magazines and um, brochures and it's not just been um like newsstand magazines but um b2b and um, there's you'd be surprised how many various different magazines there are out there that are just very niche and oh yeah. yes uh, yeah. this is what i tell people is people who sort of say well they're pitching to oh the mainstream mags i don't know they might be desperate to get into somebody like grazia or red and i say yeah. well, also whilst you're trying to get something published in yeah. those there's this whole world of niche magazines i know it's crazy i mean my yeah. first ever magazine was a don't laugh was tractor tractor resale tractor resale oh my goodness <laughs> well with the popularity uh, of parks and farm that's probably quite a bigger <laughs> publication yeah. Yeah. And how about you, Sophie? What what do you do as, as a freelancer? And then I'll get you to say what you do together. Talking yeah, of niche publications, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm a freelance marketer and copywriter. So I've been a marketer for about 15 years and I went freelance about eight years ago. 
Um, so my background was mainly in travel and hospitality. Mm-hmm. And then um, last year, I lost a lot of client work because I worked in travel and hospitality. Yeah, I started launching marketing courses, online marketing courses. Um, my business is thoughtfully.co.uk. Um, and then we launched a magazine. <laughs> when did you launch the mag? How did it all come about? Um, so I know when I came up with the idea, cause it was New Year's day this year. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I thought was, I need to call her. <laughs> I think you actually, text, I think you actually texted yeah, I on New Year's day. I think she said, happy new year. Can I call you tomorrow? And I was like, Brilliant. okay. <laughs> I was like, I can't call her on New Year's day and I should probably wait for 24 hours for this idea to bed in. Yes. And then, yeah. So I called Ange because we had worked together before do you want to mm-hmm. do you want to um talk about that and yeah um yeah, so we worked on a, um, a publication magazine for a hotel group and Soph was the editor and writer for it and I was a designer and that came about through um again word of mouth and um somebody recommended me to the client the hotel group and they said oh you um, should work alongside with um Sophie and so we just got in touch and Funny enough, we hit off straight away, even though we never met each other. Um, but yeah, we just worked really well together. So Soph was in the copy, and I suppose I'd put it on the page, make it look pretty. <laughs> yeah, make it all fit together. Do the yeah. jigsaw bit, as I call Do it. The like the, bit, yeah, make everything bit, yeah. fit. Because you can write the most beautiful thing in the world, or the most engaging copy, but we need it to to look really lovely you as well. So that's why you need up, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And you, but again, with a copy, you still need the amazing, you know, headlines and things to make you want to pick it up. So, yeah. but yeah, this magazine was from a hotel group and they basically left it in the hotel rooms and, you know, gave out to their clients. And, cool. Yeah. Another niche magazine. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love a niche mag. I love it. And so, I mean, there's that, there's that, um, that New Year's Day text then what happened? Did you speak the next day? Was it like, let's go, let's go, let's go? What did you think when, when, when it was, was so much like that? Yeah. I think it was a bit like that. I think um, we spoke the next day and then was it about a couple of days later you cycled over? Yeah, it was we... definitely, we made this epic, epic cycle to Walthamstone. It was the first time we'd ever met. So and I we, was in Peckham yeah. at the time and yeah, was nearly dead when I got there. Wow, that's quite a few miles, Peckham to Walthamstow. <laughs> and it was really windy. We, that's what we wanted to make the video, didn't we? Because I was like, yeah. I want to launch by Kickstarter. Let's make our own video and let's meet up. So I cycled across. Yeah, it was really sunny, but it was really windy. I mean, that's the whole thing because it was lockdown. We weren't allowed to be in each other's houses. You know, we were trying to stick by the rules. Of course, and, yes. um, So we're trying to make this video outside. So like, we could hear it was... <laughs> a few good clips out of it sound bites out of it so but, um, and that went on your kickstarter then did it you, you jo- jumped on straight away to saying well let's try and see if we can get some funding yeah i think i left that day thinking oh this isn't gonna work at all <laughs> really? so we did actually get like a professional video producer filmer filmer to make to, to help us but yeah, I didn't think we'd be able to use any of it because it was so windy. And then actually we did. And that I always say like that for me was the best part of the video when we're just kind of like walking on the street. It was really that funny. Is, and it was like, yeah. it was like, la, 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 this is the beautiful world. <laughs> it was just all glowing. <laughs> and it was just, yeah. So, yeah, it was worth it. But it was, yeah, it was worth it in the end. But we got to meet up and yeah, we'd worked together for three years and we'd never met because actually I was in Somerset mm-hmm. before last year anyway. So we were working like 
quite far apart. And we'd always kind of said, I'd always said like, oh, well, I'm in London, like, let's yeah. get the coffee. And it never worked out. And then, yeah, we met. Now we I can't, think, now we can't get away from each other. I think I've seen so for, yeah, I think I've seen so for more than we did in the last three years. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. <laughs> I love that about freelance friendships. So I've got a lot of people like that who I, they probably know more personal detail about me than some of my friends or my family, because you just, you, you build these freelance friendships in this sort of mm. quite intense mm. working environment sometimes, especially on magazines. It can be quite intense with deadlines and everything. So yeah, mm. you do bond actually perhaps more quickly than you might in a, you know, a so-called regular friendship. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's yeah. like people get how you work, like in some ways mm. your other friends and family might not get kind of the nature of freelancing. Right. So you kind of have that bond instantly. Yeah, very much so. Mm. And so what kind of drove you guys to deciding to go ahead? Was there any personal experience for either of you that made you think I need to create or we need to try and build together a resource for freelancers in print? What, what drove you to decide to set it up and go ahead? Uh, I think I'll leave that to Soph. Cool, yeah. So because I guess it was your little gem of an idea, wasn't it, Soph, that, that you then brought Ange on board with? What, what sort of what made you want to do this? Um... I think I was part of lots of freelance communities and particularly last year that was, you know, a really big deal for me with losing Mm. clients and everything like that. So A, I knew there wasn't something like that already out there and B, yeah, I just thought another, well, a resource basically for sharing stories, sharing Mm. knowledge, um, for, you know, we're normally quite isolated as freelancers. Like there's definitely loads of good online communities, but not everyone kind of knows about them. Mm. So um, yeah, I just thought it would be be great to have something in print as well that was different to, you know, everything that's online that's already out there and people could kind of dip in and out of and take a bit of time away from their screens. And Mm. yeah, I told Ange and she was like, this is a good idea. (laughs) Let's do it. Is it so lovely? I mean, I'm a huge fan. Anyone who knows me knows that I've worked in print journalism for a long time. And for those who don't, that's what I've done. Um, And digital, you know, of course, it's happening and loads of magazines have digital arms and stuff. But for me, there's still nothing like picking up a magazine. Like I'm one of those people that goes to the airport and buys about five magazines to get on an airplane just because I want to hold them all. I like buying the Sunday papers because I like getting the supplement magazines. Is there something in the idea of print for you guys as well that's almost more mindful reading a print publication? There's a mental health element to say, I, sit yeah. down with a mag rather than yeah. scrolling. I think you're right. I think Sophie's right too. I think you're right there because I, like you said, you go to the airport, you pick up any magazine. I sometimes mm. I might go to Tesco, Sainsbury's, and I'll pick up their <laughs> magazine. I think I'll, I'll read that after dinner tonight and just see if there's anything recipes in it. Or do you know, it's just, I know that I'll have that bit of time out. Mm. And I think that's what. I mean, that's what I love about print magazines. I just love having that time out and just and moving away from the screen. I just, oh, especially over the last year, and mm. as I've said, just checking out people online. It's just, it just gets, well, for me, sometimes it just gets too much and I just have to switch it off. I, I've yeah. even come to leaving my phone downstairs now when I go to bed. It's just, Same. I'd rather, yeah. you know, yeah. be in bed with a book or a mag or something like that and just not, mm. you know. Otherwise, sometimes it lights up the room doesn't it? you're about to go to sleep and something happens on your phone <laughs> and the room lights up with this big blue light because yeah. you put your phone yeah. next that's to why it. i leave it outside so, the door I leave it downstairs right at the bottom of the stairs because you can't be bothered to go back down and get it <laughs> yeah that's a brilliant idea that's such a good tip um what what are the challenges of working together and producing something like this so i guess it's not it, you've got to find the funding and then do all of the 
everything yourselves basically so what what are the big the big challenges with with launching and running something like a print magazine as self-employed people <laughs> who wants to go first <laughs> well sophie you tell us your top line ones because I, I sort of you began it but then Angela, i'd love to know what you if you agree with what sophie finds challenging i mean i won't i don't want to speak for both of us but <laughs> working together has been has been pretty awesome to be honest cool. um and yeah kind of yeah that process we we have nailed um you know actually it went so smoothly I kind of always joke that she's and Noah Men's Lions because you know, and I think like she's Hear amazing. Book <laughs> Well, like she's amazing at design, and I think like I get out of her way, and she gets out of mine to some extent. You know, like let's let mm. each other get on with the bits that we're good at. Um, and yeah, I it's like been that. great. I mean, we yeah. <laughs> genuinely like at the first issue, it kind of went really smoothly, and we had this magazine, and I think we. Did think, think it looked really good, but yeah. we were like there before it got launched. Going, oh my god, because no one, hardly anyone, has seen it. So we were like, is it just us? Is it just yeah. us that thinks yeah. this is good? Yeah. <laughs> so like, there's all the, those kind of anxieties, and and it's kind of cyclical, right? So it gets really, really intense. And so now we're in like quite an intense period leading up to issue three. I mean, I think it's intense now, but it'll be really intense in about two weeks. <laughs> And then we then we have our own launch, uh, our own wrap party, which is just the two of us at the moment. <laughs> really good. And then you like, have a launch party, like in place of what you should have done when you actually did launch. Basically, um, are you going to have a, a party that I can come to? Is my question. <laughs> <laughs> we so. have. A, well, Ange doesn't know. I don't, I don't tell oh, you the did. The Christmas one. I've just spoken to Dom. Yeah. So You're Dom did our launch party. This is yeah. an exclusive for Freelance Fields. Excellent. So we're looking. I just need to hear back from Dom, who is the DJ, Dom and Mary Rose, who were featured in issue one, because they hosted our launch and closing parties. Cool. So yeah, I'm just, we're just waiting to hear back from him on a date, but we're looking to host the freelancer Christmas party. Brilliant. And that's online, yeah? Yeah, it's going to be on Twitch again. So, yeah. Cool. So so I was saying to Soph, we need a proper party, because I we love do. a party. Yeah. <laughs> I think, next year irl yeah but um yeah we're gonna have we're gonna gonna bring back the parties brilliant oh i'm glad to hear that and Um, and what are your challenges then um, your own home offices you're not you're in an office together well the thing is um well for the last 18 months well i was on the kitchen table because um because um i've got my room upstairs that i had before um the whole pandemic but my husband has to work from home so i had to um, um, swap rooms with him because he had more calls but then literally about two weeks ago I said I can't handle this anymore I need to go back in my room so um, <laughs> <laughs> but you can leave that if you want uh, but that's the, that's um that's my it's funny what she said like she's saying there's no amends and we joke about it but I am pretty much sitting there going oh my god what if she doesn't like it does she like it no I must fix it no I must fix it before she's even seen it then I start worrying <laughs> and I think oh my god what am I still like stressing myself out about and um then I just press send and like think I hope she really likes it and then I think oh god and um but then I think to myself it's cool just chill mm. <laughs> it's only I a and that's exact it's only a mag so <laughs> you always say to each other yeah. um, no not saving lives yeah well, to be but, um, to get into a cheesy moment though mm. i kind of imagine for a lot of people it is more than a magazine because i guess like with freelance fields and other communities like freelance heroes and the being freelance community 
Mm. You're saying we're going to create something that helps people begin conversations. Someone might read an article and feel less isolated. They might feel more positive about their business. So there's mm. definitely an impact there for self-employed people beyond yeah. a good read, I would say. Does that feel too cheesy? No, it doesn't. Um, no. And I think that like helps with the motivation, right? Like that, yeah. like we yeah. get loads of nice messages as well. I also get quite a lot of messages with people being like, oh, I've just quit my job because of the magazine. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, like, cool. You're going to be involved in uh, bosses companies getting in touch again excuse me my personal (laughs) my key clients quit because of your magazine wow that's like that's quite dramatic but no for sure like it feels you know that we have purpose and that Mm. we're part of the communities and um yeah yeah, it's great i I agree i mean also um for me i've I've, I've spoke to sophie about this already but um so as i said i've been freelance for the last 10 years and yeah at the beginning i was networking like crazy and just you know not not crazy crazy but it was just nice meeting people and i just you know because you work from home all the time and so like 10 years ago you'd go to like some recruitment agencies meet up have their drinks you know and meet some other people <laughs> like that and but it's funny designing freelance magazine i've learned so much more about the community and met loads of lovely people like yourself Jenny and it's just you know there's loads of people out there that have just you know contacted me on LinkedIn and I'm just like looking at my LinkedIn profile thinking oh my god it's 100 views it's looking at me and it's just you know whereas before it's about 17 it was just yeah people are interested aren't they yeah but it's just um but no just going back to I just think community wise and just meeting freelancers out there I think it has I, I hope it's touched people it's definitely touched me and I just mm. you know as I'm designing it, I'm reading it and I'm going oh yeah and I start making notes and look up stuff so I'm like I'm into it too it's just you know it's just Brilliant. really cool oh I'm glad you're that because I was going to ask you both if it's helped your mental health to I guess you're probably going to laugh and be like actually when we're producing the magazine <laughs> no it doesn't actually help <laughs> mental health because it's really stressful um but but has it had positive I mean, you sort of mentioned that there and just it had positive results for you as freelancers to kind of almost deep dive into what the community's doing and what other freelancers are up to and that kind of thing yeah it gives us like constant learning i suppose because yeah mm-hmm. we like Angela's like we get to take in all that knowledge like yeah. while we're doing it and and yeah so i think yeah it's just incredible like to get to it's like a privilege really to get to interview people to get to share their stories for them to kind of trust us with them um mm-hmm. you know and they, and also that people are willing to, you know, divulge and, and collaborate and not kind of see other people as competition, you know, mm. to share the, the, the you know what, that's really, have. really, really interesting. So I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just think yeah, go, go that's, a nothing, that's a massive, massive thing that I've seen, like re- learning more about the freelance community. It's just like mm. everyone's got their, doing their own job, doing their own work. And no one's like really like, everyone's just well so far i've seen everyone's just celebrating people and just bigging them up basically they're not putting anyone down and saying oh i'm not going to tell you about this because that's my little designer i'm not going to tell you (laughs) you know people are you know what i mean it's just like that's Mm -hmm. my client the people are sharing and it's just Mm -hmm. i think that's what it should be about you know sharing is caring (laughs) you had your cover for issue two had loads of other freelancers on didn't you You did them and that was brilliant yeah Yeah, and that's a real sort of that sums up that feeling of let's all big each other up because then yeah. we're stronger in that way as freelancers if we all Definitely. yeah like hold arms together sort of thing yeah and also mm. i've got to remember that a lot of people were made you know freelance last year because mm. they lost their jobs full time so if they're all yeah. you know, so seeing that there's a community out there that you know are lovely people and, and you know just caring people just, yeah they're not scary freelancers aren't scary yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, everyone seems to think they've got it sorted out, don't they? They think everyone else has got it sorted and actually everyone's winging it a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Slash a lot. <laughs> actually quite a bit. <laughs> Would you have, I'd love to get some, I always get advice, lots of advice from my interviewees and I'd love you both to share advice for freelancers, particularly, I guess, with you guys talking about bringing the community together and sharing people's stories and we talk there about meeting up in person and that kind of thing as we begin to network again what kind of advice would you have for people who are perhaps new to freelancing or trying to get back out there in terms of kind of you know reconnecting and, and making new connections I think we've both been freelance for quite a long time and we've both had kind of periods you know the first however many years where we weren't really part of communities. Mm. And I think that, you know, actually now that seems, now we are, it seems really crazy for us that we ever did so long without them. And mm. I think, you mm. know, regardless if you're going to, you know, do in real life as we now call it, or <laughs> online, you know, do what feels comfortable for you. I think that online is still always going to be an, an amazing way to keep meeting people. And I think just get involved and don't, think that it's not scary for other people at first because it's like always like when Ange said earlier about like closing your eyes and pressing send you know when she sends things like I you know I do that for everything still like emails social media posts but yeah it's it's never not scary for anybody so just go and if you Mm -hmm. your intentions are right you know don't go with the the thought of, of being salesy or trying to find clients go with the thought of just helping other people, making friends, being part of the communities. And, you know, that's, you will get yeah. so much out yeah. of it. That's yeah. really lovely. That's really Definitely. lovely. I remember, um, I think you actually said so too, when we were talking um, a few weeks ago and you was like saying, we were just talking about, you've, someone's got to start somewhere. You've got to start somewhere. Mm. And, you know, not everybody, I mean, you might look at Zoe's website, she's like, oh my God, she's got all these marketing courses. Look at you, Jenny, like all oh, your podcasts. Wow. It's just look at me, maybe my design, my portfolio. Mm. And oh my God, look at that. But you know what, you've got, to, you've got to start from somewhere. And even if you're just starting freelance and just, you know, working it all out, just, just go for it. And just, you've got to start basically. Yes. <laughs> and, just yeah, got to sure. start. and just as, as I've said too, be yourself. I mean, mm. and also, do you know what the biggest thing for me is? I know, and I still on social media and I'm very careful with my kids being on social media mm. too, because there are a lot of people comparing mm, and they'll yeah, see something yeah. and they'll think oh I can do that or why aren't I like that and I'm just like just don't worry be your own person I know it sounds really cheesy but kind of be true to yourself and just do your own thing just see where it takes you yeah and also um so just um go back to um, networking and stuff and yeah that's great but maybe just you don't have to like go crazy and go out or you know on social media but maybe just take a walk to your local library there might be a little kids group that I don't know there might be a you know some students there that are studying I don't know just see what you know that be a mentor in there just like you know you never know where things take you to so if you start somewhere networking like even just talking to I don't know the librarian saying oh I know something might need you know some help some are doing this xyz or there's a local newspaper you know that might need this or that just put yourself out there a little bit you know just come out your comfort zone a little bit not massively but just a little bit just to get going and start I love that. I feel inspired to do that because I guess it's sort of like the world's opening up again and networking is never going to be exactly the same as it was before. And even for people, I mean, I used to go to loads of things in person and I, I have business cards. I'd be like, hello, can I introduce myself? And I'm very good at pretending to come across yeah. very confident in those situations, <laughs> even if inside I'm dying. I'm, I'm, I 
not too bad at the kind of the, the person facing stuff but then actually in the post-pandemic world there's a whole new way of doing that because in my world people used to air kiss you on the cheeks and it's like well there's no more of that there's there's a bit of a kind of a barrier I guess bet- to making a, a freelance connection now mm. more than perhaps there was before but you're right just saying hello to anybody you never know where that hello might lead honestly I've said so many hellos and they've <laughs> <laughs> my husband's always saying to me, why are you talking to that person again? Why are you talking to that? But I just, you know, they look at you and I just think maybe they need a little smile for the day. Just say hello. Aww. And you, honestly, you never know where that, you know, that hello or that smile could take you. Yeah. You know? I'm doing some work um, locally for um, a refugee charity. Um, oh, and, um, you know, that was through meeting a mum at my son's swimming club through just chatting on the benches, waiting for his, you know, swimming lessons to happen, you know? So it's just, Brilliant. you know, you just, just be yourself and just... Yeah. Yeah. Do you want a name check then? What's a charity? Oh, it's called Stories and Supper. Stories um, and Supper, brilliant. And they're based in um, they're based in Walthamstow, Lovely. and they've actually yeah, they do loads of amazing stuff. So they um, they'll so it's literally before the pandemic they were giving stories um over supper, and um the refugees will tell their stories while they cook um, a fi- um somebody would you know they cook the food from where they've come from so it could be anywhere in the world. So. Wow, they're basically refugees in this country. And some are artists, some musicians, um, some didn't even know they had talents, but they're poets. Actually, I'm working on a poetry book for them at the moment. So um, Wow. Oh, brilliant. I'm going to look them up. Yeah. Everybody, go and look up. Story, yeah. Stories and Supper? Supper for Stories, stories. And Supper. stories and Supper. Yeah. Brilliant. If, you, if you've got any more advice in you, the other piece of advice I'd love is, is kind of for anyone... I guess not necessarily think of creating a magazine because if they're going to create a magazine, obviously they should just subscribe to freelancer magazines. But <laughs> I guess anyone who has that that germ of an idea like you had Sophie and they're thinking shall I shan't I what would you both have as advice for someone call Ange call Ange (laughs) (laughs) it's message Ange and cycle over the next day better call Ange (laughs) that should be our podcast do you know what I'm going to put that in my tagline now so (laughs) that could be oh talking of which yes I before we started recording I was going to quiz you on whether you're going to start a podcast for freelancer and feel free to say actually no mind your own business but we have to now (laughs) yeah I feel like that would be are are there big plans like that Are, are you always thinking where are we going next with this or do you try and stay in the no hold on we're just growing a magazine for now it's just the one seed that's growing let's not start a a greenhouse full of things (laughs) the 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 courses we're just looking to rebrand them at the moment and we're going to be launching new courses under that under that brand um and yeah a little bit of both trying to stay focused and Mm. then also your brain going "Ah!" so I think you know, events, parties, whether they're online or not, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, we've just designed, or Andrew's just designed, our, like, all singing, all dancing newsletter for freelancers. So um, we're really excited about that. That's going to launch uh, That's gonna launch in October. The new, next mag comes out in October. Brilliant. Um, oh, that's no plans so for a podcast that's... yet, but never say never, I don't think. I reckon you will, so I reckon we will. Uh, <laughs> I've got a feeling. <laughs> You'll be like, I've got an idea. Oh, I've got an idea. You just hear Angie's footsteps going down the road. I've left my phone downstairs. Sorry, so much. Didn't get your message. Yeah, I think on you know on that that kind of point. You know, in all seriousness, do tell people. I think people sort of think about keeping ideas a secret until they're a bit more fully formed. And actually, 
you know, call people, get their feedback, you know, that there's no, there's no value in ideas, basically, there's only values in kind of implementing them. And actually, even if it isn't an idea that you end up running with, like better find out sort of sooner rather than later. So I do think kind of, yeah, calling Andrew's the best best decision that has to be. Talk to someone. I think so. I think so. If you've got an idea, talk to somebody and yeah, we just, just, you know, they could say, oh, you know, don't know about that. Maybe let's, maybe do it this way or something but it's just I think getting off your chest and like you know and especially if the person says oh my god that's amazing it's not better yeah that's amazing and you go yeah Yeah, Yeah. it flew from that like and brought so many ideas and then like we contacted Dom who we mentioned earlier and and asked if he'd be like the first sort of big feature in the magazine and he was like cool yeah and I could host the party on Twitch like a launch party so it just and it just kept going from there and I think the earlier you get you know you start to involve people the more they feel um you know like they're going to become ambassadors for the brand or they're going to bring ideas themselves so yeah yeah. oh so that's great well I love it and um everybody is listening October as you're listening to this you can get the new issue of the magazine but ladies so would you like to tell me where you can get the mag and where anyone could find out about you and then Ange Tell us where anyone can get in touch with you. Mm-hmm. If indeed they want to just call Ange and, and talk about design. <laughs> I'm so going to tag that live. Hashtag. <laughs> you should. Um, so the magazine is freelancermagazine.co.uk. Brilliant. Um, and my personal website is thoughtfully.co.uk. And um, yeah, social media links and everything are on there. Lovely. And if people want to buy the magazine, do they need to go to the website to buy it? How does it work with buying it and, and, and getting hold of it? Yeah, buy or subscribe via freelancemagazine.co.uk. Um, yeah, we have a few small retailers, but direct is probably yeah. I was just about to say there are a few retailers. There's Mag Culture, isn't there? So Mag Culture, if London. you want to go to a shop, brilliant. And, magazine um, in Brighton. Yeah, that's it. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, I've heard of magazine. And Picks and Ink, Picks and Ink too, but they're online as well. Cool. So there's no excuse for people not to. And can people subscribe? So you could subscribe, and then you just get the issues to come through do you subscribe she says winking but yes that's the best way i subscribe to mags and the best bit is they come to your letterbox and you kind of forget you've ordered it or you forget what day it comes and it's like a surprise a nice surprise lovely thing in your letterbox instead of like a brown envelope from hmrc HMRC. (laughs) we know those brown envelopes envelopes i mean we're digressing here but if they made their envelopes like really jazzy it would change everything that's so true but you know i'll I'll make i'll make a note to email them about that and (laughs) people find you if they'd like to talk design Um, design wise um my portfolio is online it's angelalyons.com um i'm on linkedin i think it's angela lyons one (laughs) and um ang underscore lyons on instagram so but you'll find me on my website and just brilliant and lions with a Y, isn't it? L Y O. Yes, sorry, yeah. yes. Oh, as I said to my husband when we got married, I was like, "Am I allowed to be a Leon's?" And he was like, "Lions, Lion, L Y O N S." Angela Leon. I know. I wanted to be like Leon. Oh, you totally. I'm allowing you to do that for the rest of today. Thanks. You have to answer the phone and say, "Hello, Angela Leon here." <laughs> oh, brilliant! As always, I'm super inspired by my chat with my podcast guests. So, thank you both for making the time, and I really look forward to seeing the new issue in October. Oh, thanks, thanks, Jenny. All the best of it, ladies.